What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Bina. It's your boy, AJ. Welcome to our podcast, Can't Make This Up. Where we share our experiences and our views on the world's topics. We want to bring you hard truths and help you better yourselves with real talk and stories from our lives. I'm telling you, we can't make this up. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. And as you can see from the title, we're going to be talking about what we've learned from our dating experiences because shit me and aj have been through it um so we're just gonna share with y'all some stuff that we've learned hopefully y'all can apply it to yourselves you know let us know what y'all been through let us know what y'all learned so yeah aj (laughs) okay so i want to give like a little disclaimer or just a warning going into this y'all gonna hear some of what i gotta say and y'all gonna be like boy this man is jaded but that's it's really not the case. I just think through my experiences and what I've had to go through learning my um my own self-worth and you know what I've ultimately decided to do going forward with just focusing like on my own self-improvement and my passions and putting myself first. I just lead more with my head than my heart. And I understand that that type of approach isn't for everybody. But it's just what I do for me and my own self preservance. Yeah, like I, yeah, AJ has. I mean, he's heard me talk about this. I just feel like people should really live with a balance. I think those moments where you should be um, thinking with and acting on your heart, and then there's other moments where you're thinking with and acting on your mind. I don't know. It's as I feel like there's there should be a balance with these things. Um, but AJ, let's let's get into it. Why don't you go first? Tell us a little about your crazy stories and and that Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna go with the Gemini. All right. So um always comes back to the Gemini. Uh okay. So that you know my relationship with the Gemini, I don't know if I've ever even mentioned that on here before might have, but that was the relationship in which I had my awakening, I would say, into my own self-worth and realizing how I was going to operate going forward in relationships. I want to be honest and say that I don't put the things that I experienced with that person on the onto the people that I've dated going forward. I don't do that. I don't think that's fair. But because of what I went through with that, I just knew what I I just knew going forward, there were certain things I wasn't going to tolerate and things that I wasn't going to deal with because I I think I was 21, 22 when I got into that relationship. And before that, you know, I had gotten into the military. So I was like around 17, 18 and I'm on my own at that time. And I was just dating and having fun and doing my thing. And then I get into this relationship with this woman and (laughs) I shouldn't, I don't think I should have gotten into something so deep at that crucial time in my life and tried so hard to make it work. Like when I tell you guys, I tried very hard to make that relationship work to the point where it was detrimental to me mentally, physically, and even financially. I, 
that was probably a time where I went through some, I was just going through things that I was like, I don't think I would wish this on my worst enemy, <laughs> you know, this, just this feeling and, you know, how I just devalued myself to try to make it work with somebody. I was like, I will never, ever do that again. And I, and I think sometimes, you know, people just perceive it as like, dang, man, that girl did a number on him, but it's just like, I, I have to be thankful in going through that in a way because now I just know going forward how I have to be. And, it, you know, f- for me, I just like, I just learned how to put myself first and I set a tone with what I'm not going to tolerate. I feel that. I think for everyone, we generally have these relationships that don't work out. And of course, you learn from them and you move on. But then there's always that one where you're like, I will never do this again, right? And just like you, I kind of have, I kind of have that story too. I, I, I think AJ can attest to this that I've always been pretty mature for my age, and so this, <laughs> my first boyfriend and my last boyfriend. <laughs> Like, actually, legit boyfriend who, you know, like, we both claimed each other. That's my boyfriend. That's my girlfriend. Um, Was in middle school. (laughs) Okay. Middle school. You know, it didn't work out. We dated for, like, 10 months. Quote, unquote, dated. Whatever, right? As What we knew as kids, what dating was. What, quote, unquote, love was. Okay. Um, But anyways, like, it it was really bad on me. Not only did I lose him, but I also lost friends. I got really, really depressed. After that, I kind of just realized throughout middle school, I didn't do shit. Like, I didn't do shit that I told myself I wanted to do. Um, I kind of just went to school. Um, I wasn't really that great with my grades. I was I was average, but I knew I could have done better. Um, and I, I just wasn't doing anything. I wasn't involved. I was just like, yeah, I go to school. I have a boyfriend. I have some friends. And I just, I remember like just having so many wants, like, oh, I wanted to be in the school play. Um, I wanted to like play a sport. I wanted to join this club. I wanted to do this, this, but I didn't do it. And, and I think it was because like at that time I was just like, oh, I got a boyfriend. Ah you know but after that I was like I will never fucking do this again I have to do things for myself I have to do things that's gonna set me for the future I have to do things that I like um and I can't just put all my focus on people or a boy (laughs) like I need to be doing stuff that that matters um and just just stuff that will fulfill me myself, right? So after that, heading into high school, um, going into freshman year, if you went to high school with me, you know me. I was in everything. I did dance outside of school. I um, really excelled in my grades and my classes. Like y'all knew I was in all the AP classes, all the college classes. I was in gymnastics. I was in um student council. When we had student council, I was a part of the leadership team. I 
Uh, I was a part of Students Against Destructive Decisions. I was a part of National Honor Society. I was a part of the fashion team. I was a part of um, the home club. Like, all this shit. Y'all knew that. So, literally, that experience really changed me. And I think it's crazy just thinking back at that age, I realized that. Like, well, I was 13, and I realized I was like, shit, nah. I need to be doing X, Y, Z for myself. I will never... I will never just focus all my time and energy on a person where I don't even think about my own life and what I want to do. No, I, I completely agree with that. And I can relate to that because when I uh, when I went and started living overseas, there were so many other things I wanted to do. And when my relationship with this girl became more long distance because I met her in her country. And I think we spent around like the first 10 months or so of our relationship physically together. And then once I, uh, I had to move to go to my next two countries on assignment, there, there were just things I wasn't doing and not having fun because I was in a relationship, but you know, she was still living her life as, you know, I guess to the best that she could in her own circumstances. And I was like, well, you know, I got to go through all this to show that I'm a good boyfriend. And this is what it has to be. And I was like, and I, and I know there were so many people around me that were looking like, AJ, why are you putting yourself through all this? Like, it's like, this isn't, you know, you're meeting all these women over here and you're, or not even that you're, you're giving up opportunities and experiences with friends just to like, make this person happy. Like it's not exhausting. And it was exhausting. I was, I was, I I was just not for the majority of that time ever. I felt like in a good space where I was legitimately happy. Like I remember we used to have curfews and we used to be able to ask our boss if we can stay out past 3am. 3am was our, was our curfew. And we would we would ask him for permission. There were times where he would grant it to us if we were all doing mm-hmm. well at doing well at work. And I would say, oh, I can't because if I stay out past 3 a.m., she's going to think I'm cheating. So I need to go home and call her. And my homeboys would would just look at me and say, bro, like, when do we ever get to stay out past 3 a.m.? She she really going to think you cheating because you're hanging out with the boys. And I'm looking at them and saying, that's exactly what she's going to think. Even though I wasn't, you know, I wasn't meeting girls and going, I, I never told, I never lied to her and told her I was doing something that I actually wasn't doing. I was always doing what I was telling her I was doing and it sucked. And sometimes they would say, Oh, our boss is going to let us go over here for the weekend like for three days, we can go over to this country. And I found ways to go there by myself just to explore. But if it was ever a situation where I'm going with the boys from Germany to um, Spain for the weekend or for three days, she's going to think I'm cheating. And I would give up these opportunities that I would have to end up trying, end up experiencing on my own by myself um, where I could have experienced them with friends Um, which there were situations where I did get to do that, but I'm sitting here, but then I would find out she's partying with all these people and even partying with her ex on new year's (laughs) on on new year's. 
And here I am trying to go out of my way to make you feel safe and secure. And I look back at me in that time. And I just think to myself, AJ, you were so asleep to (laughs) the nature of people and how people can be emotionally manipulative that it's not even funny. I would, if I could go back now, I would tell myself that plan that you had to just live your life and do for you, do that. You're going to meet somebody. She's going to be fine, but don't fall for it. <laughs> and that's where I'm at right now. And um, <laughs> I label myself as healthily, emotionally unavailable, <laughs> but I'm I'm honest with the people that I deal with now and you know the women that I talk to I'm I'm honest and I don't lie or deceive about what my intentions are it's just that I've put myself first now for the first time I think since I was in that relationship I never I when I as soon as I got into that relationship I wasn't ever putting myself first and to do that now and to be on my grind and to be focusing on me it's been something very refreshing to learn. And like I say, I, I refer to myself in that time period as being asleep. And now I just feel like I'm awoken to all these different things. And I look at things differently. And I'm not going to say it's even freeing being that way because it's almost it's almost more free, I felt, to be asleep to the fact that someone wouldn't do me the way I was done and that I'm I'm doing all of these good things to make a relationship work that was obviously doomed from the start. And now that I feel like I realize what human nature is and what people will do and can do to you and that, you know, that belief that love conquers all. Now that I feel like I'm awoken to the fact that a lot of that isn't true. It's it's nerve wracking because you do have to compromise some of it. You know, people just don't realize the low point that I was in. I was, if anyone's ever seen that movie, um, two can play that game where, um, Morris chestnuts character got broken up with by Vivica A. Fox. And he was just, uh, not answering phone calls and staying in the bed for days on end. And your homeboys got to come check up on you and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That was me. That was me. When like my homeboys here in ATL had to like call me and be like, Bro, you alive? <laughs> that that was me. And when I look back on that and say, bro, don't you ever let somebody have that amount of control over you again? And, and it hasn't happened. Um, it, it, it hasn't happened. You know, I think as I've been dealing with women since then, it's been both to my advantage and my detriment because a lot of them do see that, wow, he carries himself differently. And He's really like on his shit. So I, I I can't do certain things with him that I could probably get away with with other guys or little boys that they emotionally are dealing with. But then at the same time, they're thinking to themselves, dang, AJ, I'm not her. <laughs> and I'm telling them, I know you're not her. I'm just telling you what I'm not going to put up with. <laughs> and, but and that can be a lot very frustrating to them because I do know they're. I've been in situations where they just wanted me to be more emotionally available and open. And I just haven't met them or even halfway. 
and it's been to my detriment. But for me, it's just been a part of like my process, as I've told you and shared with you many times before. And even on my own, when I'm making relationship videos and stuff like that, that's just what I try to convey to people that you have to you have to put your goals up there and not stray for anyone. But when you do feel like you found that person that you feel like you can bring into your process, then go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do that. But you have to be the one to determine if you feel like you're there yet. And I used to try to force things to happen when I, I should have been setting the foundation for my own self first and forcing a relationship to work that was doomed and getting into long distance relationships when those are doomed. Um, I had to no, they're not. Oh my God. Anyways. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, long we'll have this conversation. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm say it. We're going to save it for another episode, but pin it. Y'all heard it here first. If your long distance relationship is going past years, break it off. <laughs> Months, weeks at the most. Past a year, we're going on two. Y'all need to have a hard conversation. <laughs> but you go ahead, Bina. You go ahead. Look, I agree with you. I'm just saying. They can work. Don't put all that negativity into long-distance relationships. <laughs> I'm going to slap my kids if they come home saying they ain't one. <laughs> there are certain requirements for long-distance relationships to work. Anyways, that's going to be saved for another episode. Hey, man. I, you know, yeah. So just like on the note of the nature of people, right? Like that's what you were really getting at. Um, You were just... You had your eyes closed this whole time. Um, this okay, so that that kind of makes me think about this one guy who look. I, <laughs> this is especially for the ladies. <laughs> Believe him when he tells you who he is. So let me explain. If he tells you he he's not a good texter, if he tell no no no, what gets me is this. If he tells you that you shouldn't date him or like he's he's just not a good person to be with or blah, blah, blah. And you want to come in with your, I can change him or you know what, he needs me or I can heal him, blah, blah, blah. Or like, you know what? No, like I'm different. He, he I, I'm different. <laughs> no, baby. Just, just believe him when he tells you. <laughs> But also just besides like besides him actually saying it, because there will be guys who tell you like I'm I'm not a good person to be with or like I yeah, like I don't really text much or I, I'm I'm horrible at that or I'm horrible at this or blah blah blah. Even without him saying it, his actions will say it too. So believe that. I was talking to this guy, yeah. <laughs> and I actually really liked him. Um it, he was he was not the greatest texter and not not that texting matters so much but you know like you want to be talking to your person or you want to be checking in or you want them to be checking in you want to see what's up with them right um especially if you're both busy you both can't really see each other um the thing is is that we would only see each other every now and then then when we did see each other it was really just sex. We didn't even go out on dates or anything. So then it's like, why am I even talking to you? 
this very much just became like a go with the flow kind of thing. And, you know, when there's lack of communication and your only real interaction is having sex, then it's like, what is this? And if you want that, like, that's cool. It's just make sure it's with somebody that wants the same thing. So I didn't want that. But I mean, this became what it was. It really just went nowhere. So what I'm saying is just listen to what people say or just pay attention to what they do. They are very clear sometimes. It's just you don't want to see it. During this whole situation, I didn't want to see it. I was hoping something was going to come out of it. I was like, you know, we just we just keep going. If I stay patient, like it's going to be okay. Nah, it's not going to go anywhere. And we also had a talk where we were like, yeah, let's just go with the flow. Let me tell you, going with the flow is going to go nowhere. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, nowhere. At least like if you're someone that's wanting something more, that go with the flow shit is not going to go anywhere. Just believe it when you see it, believe it when they tell you because baby, you're not you're not going to be the one to change him. He has to be the one to change himself. <laughs> um, you know, didn't really go nowhere. We're cool. Like nothing ever happened. We just kind of stopped talking. Uh cuz then he graduated and I was still going to be going to school there. So please just listen to the signs listen to his words i say i definitely say see with your ears and listen with your eyes um when it comes to the texting or calling thing we all do make time for what we want to make time for so Mm -hmm. even even if i'm not available (sighs) see this could be tricky because i can say for me i'm not available to hang out all the time I just got too much going on. And, you know, school for me and you is about to start back up again because we're going to grad school. So that's even less time along with trying to run a podcast, working it. The time is what it is. But there are ways to show someone that you do you do at least care enough. And. What I say is just sometimes you have to just accept the signs of you just not the one or you just may not be what they're looking for because there's always something somebody that somebody wants or there's a certain type of person that somebody wants or that they're willing to be with. It just may not be you or, you know, it could just be the truth that they're just not available for a relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, but That's a damn fact. <laughs> when it comes to, you know, but then it might come to the fact that, oh, you might find out that there's somebody that they're hooking up with. Men and women, if they're in that, if they're in their headspace, uh, they're going to always try to find time to get it in. <laughs> Either dig out some guts or get their guts dug out. They'll find some time for that if that's something that they, they're like, okay, I got time today. Yeah, you can come over and do the doggone thing, but that also doesn't necessarily mean that they're ready for a relationship. <laughs> it just means that they got time and they're willing to do it with that person. I, I pay attention to things like that. And I got to see things like that going forward. You know, I, I might see a woman who's telling a friend of mine, <laughs> um, 
oh, no, I'm busy or I can't go out or I can't do this. And I've had to tell my friends plenty of times. I'm saying, bro, (laughs) you realize she's showing all the signs right now that you're not her first option. That's why she's texting you. (laughs) That's why she's texting you so late (laughs) because her first option is he's got other options (laughs) and she wasn't his first. So I tell I tell them things like that. But that just all this, you know, especially what you spoke on, it's just about recognizing your worth and what you're going to be willing to put up with. And I think with the situations you've been in and the situations I've been in, they both have shown us that we're both we're both worth more than what we have dealt with in the past. But the reason why we dealt with those things in the past was because we didn't recognize uh, that that we were worth more than those situations, which is why we went through now. We didn't like going through them at the time, but going through those situations is at least is what let us know now that we don't have to put up with that type of behavior or that type of treatment again. So, yep, yep. And, and you know, and believe me, I I think so many times. Damn, I wish I would have known what I knew then, but I wouldn't have known what I knew now because. I didn't go through it. Like, like I said before, I was asleep. So how would I have known not to put up with that type of stuff? You know, so because I think we're, we are also led to believe from growing up when we watch these movies and we watch, you know, the Disney stuff that, you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to find the Prince Charming or we're going to find the, our prince, our princess that's going to make, you know, our happily ever after. And we're going to be in these situations to where we can get through anything if we love each other. But as you just find out that people change and, you know, your interests change, it's just not always going to be that way. And you have to stop expecting you from other people. So just because you and I know we can be open and honest with uh, people, you, you being a can tell a guy that this, I'm looking for a relationship and I'm honest with that. And I want someone to commit to me. And I can tell a woman, honestly, right now at this this stage in my life, I'm not ready for a commitment at this point because these are the these are the projects and things I'm committed to right now. We can't expect other people and we and other people listening to this can't expect the guy or girl you're dealing with right now to be that open and honest with you. You're, ladies, you're going to meet that guy who is emotionally unavailable, but he's going to make you think that he's looking for commitment right at this point. And he's not going to post you on social media because even though he's telling you, oh, yeah, 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 baby, we are we're we're exclusive. He's not going to post you on social media because he's still talking to other girls. So and, and dudes, you and dudes, you're going to be that guy that you're going to take out the dinner that she's not going to show who paid for it. You're going to be that guy who's going to pay for dinner and pay and pay for uh, the nice date and still not get none that night. But she probably going to get her her, uh, her guts dug out by another guy. Oh, my God. Stop. It's, I, I, I'm speaking on both stop. sides of the equation. I'm just telling people y'all have to stop expecting your level of transparency and honesty and what you're ready for for someone else. Because people going to lie to you to get what they Facts. want out of you. Facts. That's just so the reality. And that's my point in... Uh, like everything you said is true. So that's where my point comes in, where y'all got to limit what you give early on. Because mm. let me tell you, let me tell, let me tell y'all. So I was talking to this dude through college, within college, and um, we really liked each other. Um, he was the first to say, I love you. Let's just point that out. He wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. It's not who I think it is. Okay. 
no. <laughs> he told me he loves me. We were we were always together. I was always at his place. Um, and he we even were shopping once, and we met some some of his friends. I guess from his um, you know, like old friends or something. And he introduced me to them as his girlfriend. But we we never actually established, hey, you're my boyfriend. Hey, you're my girlfriend. Or or like we never asked each other, like, will you be my my girlfriend? Like that didn't happen, right? It was just we were we were talking, right? We were talking, whatever. But he he introduced me to those people as his girlfriend. You know, I even ignored some red flags. Um and uh I did a lot for him. <laughs> like there was this one time that his his car got fucked up or something. And so I had to drive him around. He had things to do. So I would pick him up, drop him off. Um, and then I, we also drove around to like get pieces that he needed to get his car fixed or whatever. So did all that. Like I really was catering to this man and I was really invested in him most definitely. And yes, I, I did fall in love with him. Most, Of course, we were definitely dating without the fucking title. You know, we went on dates. We actually went on multiple. Like he wine and dined me. We went to Dave and Buster's. Like we actually had fun. I was always at his place. Like I said earlier, he has a child and he brought me around her and, and I loved her. It, it was as real as it can be, just without the official title. And that's how they get you. That's how they get you and just turn it around at one point and be like, but we're not dating, but we're not boyfriend and girlfriend. And that's exactly what happened. It was it was some crazy. This was a, the most <laughs> one of the most fucked up situations ever. Anyways, we stopped talking after I found out that he had kissed a girl at a club, and I was like, "All right, um, I'm done." Clearly, we don't want the same things because we had a conversation actually that, "All right, you're not talking with anyone else. I'm not talking with anyone else." We had that conversation at least, but. You know, that happened. I was like, all right, let's 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 just not do this anymore. And I was chill about it. I was like, let's just be friends. Um, but I did want to talk about some things. I was like, so what was the whole deal with you telling those people that I was your girlfriend? And he deadass said word for word, well, I was going to introduce you as a girl I'm fucking. Did you really just say that to me? <laughs> First mm. of all, did you really just say that to me? But... Okay, I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate that. But damn. So I invest all my time, all my emotion, et cetera, et cetera, like money and all this other shit and effort like into you. And so just really limit what you give early on until y'all actually establish things, right? So and let me tell y'all, this is probably... I would consider him my first love, like my first actual legit love. I would say that. Yeah. No, I I agree with that. I think you have to really limit people what you give them early on. People like people like intrigue and people like to work for things at a healthy 
amount. You know, no one no one likes to feel as though that they're chasing for things. But people do want to feel as though they have to work for certain things. You know, it's it's the guy or the woman that seem a bit unattainable. People people aren't conditioned to deal with rejection. And it's not even rejection. You're just saying, like, mm, got to show me a little bit more before I for, for women. It's going to be you got to show me a little bit more before I give you sex. And for guys, it's going to be I need to see some more before I determine I want a relationship with you. And mm-hmm. when we act that way, instead of being so open and all sometimes coming off desperate for you know, for guys like, oh, I haven't I haven't gotten any in months, so I need to chase, chase, chase this girl. And for a woman, I haven't been I haven't been held and cared for. So I need I really want someone to love me when we give Don't off when Don't we no, no, hold on. I'm just saying when we give off that type of energy. That person can sense it. And then that's how we find ourselves in this position where guys find themselves being saved in a girl's phone as free food. <laughs> and then and then certain women just find themselves only getting a call or a text at three in the morning after he's been out all night. That's that's where we find ourselves in these positions. And that's why for me, where I just really realized when you really carry that energy of valuing yourself, even if you might not be completely 100% superficially high value, but at least you carry yourself with somewhat of a high value mindset, people recognize and that, and that vibe is contagious. And then they want to know, well, okay, well, how can I be worth you? What, what, what sort of things do I need to do for this person to determine I'm worth them giving me what I want from them? Mm. That's, that's honestly what it is. We're, we have to chase that thing about our own self-improvement first and all that other stuff really kind of just, it kind of just takes care of itself because people are going to notice that vibe about you. And they're going to be like, okay, they really just kind of treat me like I can be here or not be here. And they're going to be okay. I'm well, let me try to show them that they can be better with me in their life. That's the vibe we have to have. And that's what you guys are going to understand. Bina and I have been on and it's why it's why it's why you guys keep tuning in because you notice and recognize this vibe when we're speaking about ourselves and our experiences. And you can see when we talk about these stories and we're, and then the way we speak on it today with our own mindset presently that we've grown from it. So it's why you guys are going to keep tuning in and you're going to tell your friends, Hey, y'all need to check out these two because (laughs) our vibe is just different. And we own some grown people ish. That's, that's a fact. And just uh, so like generally also look I, everything happens for a reason and as you move on um as you meet other people as you grow and elevate you will see that these people from your past that have hurt you ain't shit you will just come to see like okay we really weren't a good fit mm-hmm. um he wasn't really all that amazing. When you remove, you remove yourself, you look at the situation um, and you, because I, I feel like when you're super infatuated or when you're in love with someone, you kind of, it's it's hard for you to see the facts of things 
right? And you just kind of say like, okay, we really did not fit. Or like, you know, he's really not all that great and I deserve more. She wasn't all that great. I deserve more. I I had these revelations every now and then. And I, I just think like, damn, everything really did happen for a reason because ugh, let me just go down the line. Shit. If I stayed with you, I'd probably be pregnant right now. Just, just <laughs> not that it's a bad thing, but I'd probably be pregnant, married to you, not living the life that I wanted. If I was with you, I definitely would be pregnant without not living the life that I wanted. And if I was with you, I would probably have stayed in Minnesota, not gone out to New York and not done what I wanted to do and reach like this higher potential of myself. If I was with you, I would have ended up being basically your sugar mama because you don't do shit. If I... If I was with you, oh my, like it just goes down the list because you see, like, damn, if I was with this person, I would have been stuck here in this situation. I would have had to, um, had lived a different life that I knew I wouldn't want for myself. Um, or I would be with this person who's really not doing anything with his life. Especially, it's like when you think about the guys that broke your heart in high school and right now they're really not doing shit with their lives and you're just like damn i dodged a bullet so generally everything happens for a reason and you're gonna grow you're gonna elevate they're gonna grow they're gonna and you know they're gonna elevate too or they're gonna um find their own definition of what success and what happiness is to them as you will too so and you just see, like, <laughs> yeah, we were really not meant to be. And you just got to think, thank the universe for that, really. And better will come. Better always comes. Because when I reflect and I'm like, damn, okay, this guy was definitely better than this guy. This guy was definitely better than this guy. And right now, I'm kind of, I'm not really talking to him, but we're, well, yeah, we're talking. I don't know. We're getting to know each other. And he is amazing. Way better than the past guys that I've really gotten to know or talked to. Even the way that we communicate when we interact and when we talk, it's never been like this with anyone. So I'm just telling you, better will always come. That's facts. And as you go forward, you guys need to limit the access of what you allow people to have to you. And that's going to be all about your grind too. people. You know, the people from your past are going to want to reach back and they're going to see you and they're going to be paying attention to you. Even if they don't follow you. Uh, like what I mean by that is even if they aren't physically hitting that follow button on your IG or your Snapchat or whatever, they're finding ways to keep tabs on you. They might sneak a peek at your stories every now and then they might follow they might follow your business page that you have going on and seeing that, wow, they really are doing the things that they said that they were going to do. And I'm not there. <laughs> so I really wasn't that big of a factor in their motivation or their ability to be successful. They're going to see those things and they might want to try to maintain some sort of uh, relationship with you. And it's going to be up to you how much access you want to give to them. I would just say be cordial. I don't believe in blocking. 
I want you to see me shine because I'm that petty. I want you <laughs> to see how well I'm doing without you. And it doesn't mean I'm necessarily thinking about you. It just it's like, oh, okay, whatever you got going on must not be that great since you feel the need to reach back to me and say, oh, I'm so happy to see that you're doing great. <laughs> I thanks, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just that type of person. I'm going to leave you unblocked. I want you to see it. And the way I speak to people who have been whether I've dated them before or they were a part of my past and they reach out to me now, a lot of them take it as like I don't want anything to do with them. That's not the case for every single one of them. It's just that if you've done me wrong or you sh- or you basically told me that I wasn't worth investing in going forward, what kind of how much access do you expect me to give you now since you basically told me what I was worth to you? I, I've had people say like, oh, well, you seem like you don't want anything to do with me now. And my <laughs> my standpoint is just, well, it's like, why would I want anything to do with you? <laughs> that, that's my that's what I'm saying. Even if I have nothing against you, you treated me a certain way or you ended whatever it was we had going on because you determined I wasn't worth investing in or going forward with in your life in that in that capacity so why would i grant you that same amount of access that we had before our yes before we ended that phase of our relationship why do you why do you think that you're owed that so you're taking it personally when that was a decision you made so i'm acting accordingly and i returned your energy but you want to say because how I said I'm not granting you that access anymore, that's you returning my energy? No, I, I returned your energy, actually. <laughs> so <laughs> you made that choice. I'm moving accordingly and I moved on. So that's where a lot of you need to learn how to be and, and evolve and learn from your past mistakes. Don't keep giving these people the same amount of access. And when you say you're working on yourself, actually work on yourself because that is not something you can fake. Mm. <laughs> at all just like you guys can't fake our metrics when we know you're not listening to the entire podcast which we hope you guys did today we hope that you guys really got some gems out of our experiences and believe us we're going to continue to talk about more relationship topics going forward along with our topics on cultural issues and pop culture things that are going on every day. It's stuff that we really enjoy to do. And you guys seem to like it too. So please don't be rude. Share our podcast with your friends, your significant other, your side pieces, the girl, the guy that you don't want to post on your stories, share it with them. Help other people wake up just like we're trying to wake you guys up. So with that, it's been real. See y'all next time. Peace.